Welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, a podcast where I give you tips on how you can enhance your spoken English. My name is Pat. I'm from Toronto, Canada. I'm an accent coach for the American accent. And at this at this very moment, actually, I've got a couple of friends with me here on Clubhouse, people I've been chatting with recently, who are tuning on in for this particular episode. Today, I want to talk about two sounds that I hear a lot of people mixing up. The letters CH, like a CH, and an SH. You can feel for the difference. As I've mentioned in the past many times, we all have a filter on our ears. And if this sound is not in your native language, such as Spanish, it's not typically pronounced the same way, then you may not have such an easy time recognizing it when Americans are making this. And it may just confuse you a little. So let's see what we can do about that. Now, I'd just like to remind everybody that's listening, if you like the kind of content that you hear, make sure that you hit subscribe. If you're in Clubhouse here, make sure that you subscribe to whatever it is that I got up because I'm going to be giving these kinds of tips out regularly and well, I'm happy to share it with everyone. Well, let's see what we've got here, the CH and the SH sound. So you see the CH sound releases a quick burst of air through the teeth, whereas the SH sound is a little bit softer and stretches out more than the CH. The CH sound, we get a ch. You hear that? Quick burst of air. The SH stretches right out. It's a little more fricative. So this CH sound, how do we make it? Well, it uses all parts of the mouth. It uses your teeth, it uses your tongue, it uses your lips. To make the CH sound, the first thing that we want to do is press the tongue to the roots of the teeth, just behind the top teeth. And we want to kind of spread the tongue out there. So when you get a good feel for that, you'll feel this is kind of how a T position is as well, right? Like the tongue just behind the teeth making a T. If... We make a t, but we push our lips out. We'll make a ch, ch, t, ch. Making that T position, building up the air and forcing your lips out forward as the air comes through. Pi Boone, could I hear you make that sound right there? That kind of like ch sound. There you go. The air builds up. And then it releases as a burst coming through your teeth and your lips. Whereas the SH sound is very close in pronunciation. Your tongue is almost in the position of the T sound. When you go shh, your tongue is almost touching your alveolar ridge. It's almost touching, you know, the hard spot just behind your teeth, around your gum line. We want to make that kind of shh. So what we're going to do here is kind of make a shh, then put the tongue there and then release it. Shh, 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 shh. Burke, can I hear you do the same like shh, 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 Very good, very good. You see the difference, like I said, is the shh 
flows out. The ch stops and then releases. Not quite a sh, sh but a little bit more sh, sh Really pushing the air out there. That's not bad. One more time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So your tongue stops the air and then pushes it out again. That's the kind of position we want to maintain. Because these next words that we're going to look at, I hear people mix up every day. The first one is going to be shoes and chews. Shoes with a sh. And then the other has a burst of air. Choose. Choose. Pai Boone, can I hear you say those two there? Shoes. Choose. Shoot. Shoes. Not bad at all. And Burke, could I hear you say the words shin and chin? Shin. Chin. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And let's see uh, one more here. Shoe, chew. Pai Boone, can I hear you say that one? Shoe, ch, chew. Shoe, chew. Yes, sir. That's it. You feel that burst of air coming out compared to the the first one there where it's just flowing on out. It's fricative. The air flows through shoe. Well, very good stuff. What we're going to take a look at next are a handful of practice phrases and then a couple of tricky tongue twisters. And the way I said tricky as well there, that's something I, I had in a previous podcast episode. I was talking about the T and R combination. And as I mentioned, it makes that ch sound. So if you struggle with making that sound in the first place, well, then you're going to have a tough time with the T and R, right? So this goes with that. All these podcast episodes help each other. Anyway, let's see the next tips down. A couple of tricky phrases just to keep people on their toes. The first one here. Pai Boon, if I could hear you repeat after me, we're just going to take this a couple of words at a time. Can I hear the beaches are open. The beaches are open. And could I just hear the two words alone there? We want to kind of now link these two. Beaches are. Let's try saying it like that. Beaches are. Beaches are. Now, we want to be careful there to get that full stop on the ch sound there. Beaches. Remember, your tongue goes up, stops the air, and then releases it. As a little burst of air there. Beaches are. Beaches are. That's sounding better. I like the sound of that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And Burke, I'll give you a tricky one. I'll send my truck to the chop shop. Let's hear that. I'll send my truck to the chop shop. Could I hear that? I'll send my truck to the chop shop. Good stuff. Now, what exactly is... A chop shop? Well, it's a place where you send a vehicle that you want taken care of. More often than not, people will send their truck to the chop shop to kind of have it disassembled, sold for parts. The chop shop. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. So could I hear you say that one more time? Chop shop. 
Chop shot. Sounding good. Sounding good. Next one that we're going to consider here. Give the dog on the chain some water to quench her thirst. So first, actually, let's just hear, can I hear dog on the chain? Pai Boon, can I hear that? Dog on the chain. Dog on the chain. Very good. Then could I hear quench her thirst? Quench. Quench is to satisfy thirst. In the same way that, you know, when you're full, you satis- your, your hunger is satisfied. You say, I've had my fill. Well, quench is for liquids. Thirst. Good, good. To wrap things up today, we're going to look at a couple of tongue twisters. We'll just take them slowly, and later I'll have them written in the description of the podcast episode. So you'll be able to check them out there. The first one here is a very tricky one. Even for most native English speakers cannot say this effortlessly. This is Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Paiboon, can I hear you say that? Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Very close. We want to get that more wristwatch on the ending. How about just the word watch? Watch. A little more of a stop there. Watch. As if it's like a T, but then... So the air stops in your mouth, holds back, and then all releases as if it's like a T sound there. Watch. Watch. That's more like it, my friend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. The next one. So actually, Burke, can I hear you try that same one there? Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Good, good. I'll make you a star, Burke. Well, let's keep on moving forward. We've got one more tongue twister I want to consider. So that first one, practice that for yourselves. Whenever you get the opportunity, you can repeat that. It's free. Irish wristwatch. Words are free. So repeat them to yourself, and you'll get better pronouncing those ch and sh kind of sound. Here's one more. This one's a little bit longer. But I'm going to read it out fully at first, and then we'll break it down into smaller bits. If Charlie choose shoes, should Charlie choose the shoes he choose? Whoa. If Charlie choose shoes, should Charlie choose the shoes? Ooh. Should Charlie choose the shoes he choose? You see, even for me, even I get caught up on that one. So good luck to you folks. Uh, Let's take that one there. Let's give that a shot. First, Pai Boon, we'll take it a couple words at a time. Four words to start. Could I hear, if Charlie choose shoes? If Charlie choose shoes. Very good. And then, should Charlie choose the shoes he choose? Should Charlie choose Not bad. You're getting a good burst on those ch sounds. It's certainly, you know, coming out as a a good flow of air. Very clear, very clear. Burke, we're going to try that same one there. Let's give that a shot. So if Charlie chews shoes. All right. If Charlie chews shoes. 
Should Charlie choose the shoes he choose? Should Charlie choose the shoes he choose? Not bad at all, sir. Not bad at all. Good stuff. So the ch sound and the sh sound. People all over the world mix these up. People have a hard time with them, and I really can't blame people for that. Because if this sound does not exist in your native language, like I said in Spanish, in the same way at least. Then it will lead to some difficulty in pronunciation. It'll lead to some difficulty in understanding your friends and in understanding people in general. So, add this sound to your filter of language. Add this sound to your regular speech. Ch versus sh. There is a difference, and if you feel for it, and if you repeat those tongue twisters. After listening to this podcast episode later, you can really succeed with it. Like I said, this is not grammar. Grammar you can't play with. Grammar has strict rules, and and you got to follow them, and they got to be perfect, and all that. When it comes to pronunciation, it has nothing to do with strict rules. You can play with your own pronunciation. Burke is a great example of that. Because Burke here has acquired, you know, a lot of great vowel sounds in the British accent, and a lot of stress of speech in his T's and that he uses in the the British kind of accent. And he's now he's like, hey, well, I'll play around with the American accent. Let's see what Patrick's got to talk about. And he's it's like a, a canvas. You know what I mean? Accent reduction is almost as if you can play with it and manipulate it however you want to play with your muscles. So, if you want to get this kind of ch sound in your speech, and if you want to distinguish it from the sh sound, that's not a problem. You've just got to practice. You've just got to repeat these exercises, and this will most certainly develop. Because there's a ways to go when it comes to the ch sound. You can't pick it up in 20 minutes. You've got to train your muscles to move in ways that they don't typically move. I'm gonna get to wrapping this episode up for today. Thank you to my audience. Stay tuned in. Many, many more good podcast episodes to come. This has been 59, but I plan on hitting a thousand. You see how I put a zero before the 59? That's because I know I'm gonna add a third digit to that. I mean, I know I'm gonna need to add a one or a two, and I want everyone to be used to it, right? It's only at 59, and I'm going to maybe 5,900, 5,900. These are gonna keep on going up. So, thank you for tuning in today, folks. Many more good things to come. Enjoy your breakfast, your lunch, and your dinner wherever you are in the world. Most people listening are in about the same time zone as I am, but still, some people are not. So. Enjoy your food and have a good one.